100 plus scrimmage yards and six straight. Oh. Lands wide open. Touchdown, Danny Pinter. Do you think the other offensive linemen like that? This is Danny Pinter with the Indianapolis Colts, and I'm a certified wet boy. Anytime we, uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk podcast, dude. We are there. This is your host, Christian Dean Vaughn, and on my left, I've got the one and the only, the alpha male, the impetuous, the second place earning, reigning second place tournament finisher, Josh Shrinka. What's up, Josh? What's up, dude? I'm about ready to get alpha out of the boat today so why don't you explain we're on our way to the river explain uh how i'm gonna be like go from the alpha to the freaking shrimp no i'm gonna keep building you up as the alpha so that way (laughs) you think that you're alpha all day but uh so we are fishing with some new dudes today uh well alex deneau is going to join us on the river a little bit later on but fishing with some new guys today we'll see how it goes uh they they're big boys they're uh well ryan uh kelly was gonna go with us this morning uh from the indianapolis colts a very small football organization that probably nobody's ever heard of and uh he had to cancel due to something that just came up and canceled like while we were on the way to the river so uh so we're going to be fishing with uh, Danny Pinter and Alex Chirp Chirp and Alex Deneau. So, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be a good morning. But Josh is definitely going to be out of his element because yeah. I, I told I explained this to Josh. I said, Josh may not always be able to physically dominate everybody that's around, but he certainly thinks he can. <laughs> and today... I think that Josh will be keenly aware of the fact that he cannot physically dominate everybody that's around. So I can't wait to see what he's like as a sub. He's about to sub out. Gotta get there without direction. Yeah. Okay. Keep going straight. Um. Yeah, you can, but you can go. Le- I think you can go left too. Okay. So, anyways, we're uh, we're headed out to the river. I think it's going to be. I think the fishing wise, I'm not super enthusiastic. I think it's going to be. Uh, it could be a pretty big stinker. So yeah, of a why don't day. you explain what's going on then right now? So we know that two days ago they were pretty hard on beds, um, but I think that essentially it's kind of getting to the tail end of bed guarding. I think right now. So what I think we're going to see a lot of today is a lot of small male fish on beds guarding. And I think a lot of the females, the bigger females, have probably moved off the beds and are probably sitting mid-river looking for a meal, but probably an easy one or otherwise just sort of recuperating from the uh, intensive spawn that we've had going on. So that's where we're at in the cycle. 
Yeah, so Chris and I have been out several times in the last, you know, couple weeks, so we've kind of had a chance to see what's been going on. Chris freaking donked a 20 two days ago. Um, and we were we went out and did some scouting, a little product photography for a Cheegan, some scouting. Chris is dude, he his his uh uh, physique was on display, dude, with that sun shirt. I had him had him posing up on stumps and doing all kinds of just creative um, modeling. And uh, in the meantime, we decided to, you know, kind of check it out, see what was going on. And that's what we found is, you know, most of the fish, big fish, were like either on the bed or they were like about ready to come off because what we see is like when they're on the bed like when they're on the beds they're somewhat vulnerable that's where the whole like you know kind of shaming bed fishing comes from because they are really easy to catch but that's really it's kind of a misnomer a little bit because that's a really short period of time i mean we're talking like a couple days where those fish are really vulnerable and then after that you get into this like weird like they've already laid their eggs they're not really like guarding like they're kind of losing interest in guarding and the males take over guarding the beds and um the females are kind of disinterested but what you'll get is kind of this transition period where the females are sort of still relating to the beds um but they're not guarding so it's really hard to catch them and they're also super spooky um, when they're hard on the beds, they don't give a shit. Like, they're like, I'm on the bed, and if you come near my bed, I'm going to eat it. Um, <laughs> like, you and just th- said the words, when you're hard on the beds, and if you come near it, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's, I did that on purpose. <laughs> um, but that's where it's like, they're kind of like easy pickings. Um, right now, it's not that. Like, it's going to be a t- probably a tough day. Um, the females, if anything, if the, even if they're close to the beds, um, they'll be really hard to catch. And if not, they'll be completely MIA and you'll just see buck bass either guarding the beds or guarding fry if they've already hatched. And the spawn also happens in sort of phases, you know, so you might see some, what you find today, we might find a couple big females on the beds. Um, and that's what I'm kind of hoping is maybe we see a couple that we can fish for, but for the most part, it's not going to be like a you know, really robust bed fishing day. Um, but yeah, we had a couple, we'll talk about the, you know, our other trips on the way home, but we've had, had some success, had some cool trips, you know, currently I'm sitting second place in the GRBY right river tournament. Classic. Screw, screw you, Nathan Pickering. Just the way it's supposed to be. uh, Yeah. Uh, but fishing, you know, the the White River tournament was crazy. Fishing, spawn fishing when it's like eight inches of visibility, it was very frustrating. Um, but it's uh, had some luck, had some uh, good times. Uh, I've caught two twenties this year. Chris has got just got his first one under his belt, which is almost a twenty one. Yeah, it's very close. Um, but yeah, it's a couple. I've got a couple eighteens, a nineteen, and a twenty and a half, but. It's still been overall. Oh, I fished a little bit less than I normally do, but overall, I would say it's it was not a productive pre-spawn for me. Yeah, I think you struggled this year. Some of it is you didn't fish as much, and the other part of it is like when you did get to fish, it was like subprime conditions. Yeah, I saw a lot of that. 
Um, but yeah, so we, we're uh, we're getting ready to. Um, You've had a good season so far. Yeah, I've almost yeah. almost done level one of Smalley games. Um, getting close. Which looks there's really Alex. Good. Look at that tree. What the heck? Um, but yeah, anyways, we're pulling up here. We'll we'll update you guys. We'll get uh Danny on the on the podcast, get a little Colt's feedback, see what he's thinking if he's not completely weirded out by us. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be <laughs> completely weirded I, out. He's a normal person, so you know, like everybody else that meets us. Yeah, he's gonna be weirded out. <laughs> but yeah, we'll catch you guys here in a little bit. All right, boys and girls, we're back. We decided to wait till the last minute to record this. We did. <laughs> uh, we're like ten minutes from my house, so we got to wrap this up pretty quick. Um, day started out really odd. Uh, Sugar Creek thought thought it was gonna look good, you know, look good driving over the feeder creeks, and it was very dirty. Um, chocolate milk, I would say. When we got on the water, what would you think? Like six inches of visibility? Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's it was very, very, lo- very low. Or very, you know, it was cloudy, muddy. You know, we walked down to the water and kind of were blown away at how chocolatey it was. We were expecting, you know, because the, the flow really didn't bump that much. I mean, it came up a little bit, but not much. So we were expecting maybe some cloud on the water, maybe... 18 inches, two feet of visibility, but it was like definitely less than a foot, like six inches to eight inches. So very cloudy. It was tough. Um, we started out, you know, really without being able to visualize things on that river during the spawn, it's a guessing game at best as to what is going on. You know, we had some context as far as what they were doing a couple days ago, which were betting. Um, but without being able to see, you really can't bed fish. I mean, you can blind cast in spawning areas, but, um, so we were probably, I would say targeting more post-spawn fish. And I think that's actually what the fish ended up being more is, uh, we, which we only probably caught one certified female. Chris did had an 18 and a half that had a bloody tail. You tell it was a, it was a spawner and it was sitting in a uh, fairly substantial creek mouth, which is kind of cool. Um, it gives you some context as to what the fish were, you know, that what those fish are doing. They're trying to feed up after that strenuous spawn, and uh, that fish uh, was a good one. Tell tell a little bit about um, how you caught that one, Christopher. <laughs> Not my name. Uh, <laughs> you know that. Uh, yeah, it was just a good spot. I mean, we stopped there and ate lunch, and uh, Josh and Danny kind of went downstream, you know, ahead of us. And Alex Deneau and I stayed there and fished, and we we kept noticing fish. I mean, we were moving all kinds of fish in, like, the fastest moving water that we could find, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, working a TRD, you know, back to us or whatever. And um, so we ended up – I switched over to my – fly rod to a game changer and just kind of was working it back you know letting it dead drift doing different things with it and just fish were just crushing it i mean they were feeding in that creek mouth so um we ended up sort of fishing that out you know for probably an hour and i think i caught maybe 15 to 20 out of there you know and alex caught several as well 
and uh, you know one of the the biggest one was sitting just kind of right on the current seam you know obviously feeding into the current and you know I cast the fly over there let it sort of dead drift it was just sort of sitting there motionless and he came up and t-boned it it was a great eat so Alex and I were kind of freaking out because it was a really the first super quality fish that we that we moved all day so anyways it was it was awesome man I mean considering how things started I mean the by the end of the day you know by one o'clock two o'clock in the afternoon the water clarity was much better it was like 13 to 18 inches um, you know, our, our foot to 18 inches of visibility, which is what we thought it would be at the beginning. And, you know, the, the fish were a lot more eager to eat, you know, with that, with that amount of clarity. So, you know, we moved a lot of fish in the afternoon. I think we caught probably, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 45 in our boat in the afternoon. Uh, it was great, man. It was a good, good day. It was, uh, like I said, considering how it started, we were very nervous. We thought, we thought we were going to have a rough, rough day. Ended up being just fine. It's a good day. Yeah, we were there at the beginning when we were still within sight of our cars. I was kind of like, hey, should we uh, bail and go to a different river? And uh, right about that time, Danny Pinter caught that um, a fish on a crankbait or spinnerbait. Yeah. And then I think he caught one more. We're kind of like, oh, okay. He caught like three right there. Yeah, right after you said, let's get out of here, he caught three. So yeah. we were like, maybe we shouldn't leave, you know. We end up st- sticking it out. Uh, and it, it worked out. It was fine. I mean, you know, I think I think we were all a little surprised. Like, it, it rained, like, really hard. I mean, there were trees in the river and stuff like that, which we weren't really tracking. I mean, we, wa- we looked at the flow on... You know, the USGS gauge is back up on Crawford. Yeah, I noticed it is. Is it accurate? I don't know, but we checked the flow. And the really, though, like the flow didn't come up that much. It's just the water got really muddy. So it must have just rained really hard. Um, and there are probably some farmers that had tilled up their fields the and stuff right like that. The one right there had tilled up. Yeah, so... Anyways, man, I mean, you know, it was one of those days that, like, we kind of moved around on what they were eating. I mean, we caught fish on a spinnerbait. We caught fish on bottom. I caught fish on a game changer. Uh, Josh and Danny caught fish on a crankbait today. So, you know, it was just one of those, you know, you keep moving around until you find something they're going to eat. And, um, you know, we had a lot of a lot of gaps between fish I would say today but overall I mean anytime you go out and between the two boats you know we caught probably close to a you know 90 fish yeah you can't really complain about it you know it was it was a good day yeah and I would say you know fishing uh with Danny getting you know I didn't know the guy and super cool so shout out to DP um I don't think that's a nickname. <laughs> he wants or, or he hopes sticks. We'll call him that. Um, he uh, he definitely uh, held his own, fished hard today, and he caught um, caught quite a few fish. So it was it was cool, kind of yeah, having a <coughs> real athlete in our midst. Um, right, you're used to Chris. That. Chris is yeah, exactly. Uh, always have a real athlete when I go with Chris yeah. next to me in the boat. Um, yeah, <clears throat> it. Um, despite Chris, Chris's best efforts, we did not wrestle. Um, <laughs> we had a had a nice shore lunch, 
had some brats and chips and uh it, overall it was a really good day it was a fun day you know a day that i really you know if we didn't have plans to take someone out a guest like i probably wouldn't have fished today but you know it was fun and i think you know from a fishing perspective you you guys can you know if you're listening to this and you're kind of wondering like the fishing is going to suck the next couple weeks from a big fish perspective you can go out there and catch you know some smaller fish but those post spawns fish are going to be harder to find harder to locate um they're going to be less willing to eat but they are out there and they will they'll they will eat if you, you put something right in front of them but it's definitely going to be a grind probably the next two to three weeks are probably some of the worst fishing of the entire season really in indiana um and alex the nose you know was in my boat today and uh alex is a great fisherman he's very good um you know he's definitely got his stuff together so that was nice you know from my side uh just having somebody in the boat who you know he didn't require any coaching i mean he knew how to use all the lures what you know where they where the fish were at i mean it was you know he's a very good fisherman so and yeah, any Alex for being a scab today. Dude. I was gonna say he bailed me out. You know, without him, it would have been a much different uh, experience for me. So, anyways, man, it was good. I appreciate I appreciate you getting us out. It was a good day. So yeah, it was a fun time. I and mean, we got our uh, we got our upcoming May you know our spring trip uh, here in about a week. We're you know we're fretting, of course, as as. Uh, per usual, watching the gauges and trying to figure out if it's going to be fishable or not. And, uh, you know, kind of the St. Croix is high right now. Um, it, I think it just leveled out today. So we're going to see what it does over the next, you know, few days if it starts going down to manageable, floatable levels. Um, but we'll definitely have, you know, some information on that either, you know, right before the trip or during and after the trip. Um, so we're planning on going the St. Croix River this year. So if you're out there and you got some intel on St. Croix and what it looks like, and if the gauge uh, that we're looking at is accurate and it is truly unfishable, let us know. Um, but yeah, we're we're uh, gearing up for that. Probably not much fishing between now and then. Um, you know, we got to put in some hours on the home front. And uh, looking forward to it though, dude. It's going to be good good time again this year absolutely looking forward to it as per usual hopefully we can find some fishable water because right now it's looking quite flooded it is yeah pretty much everything up there is but yeah we'll see um but anyways uh until next time free the fighter baby yep absolutely free the fighter